Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Another Growing in Grace podcast here with Mike and Joel. Hope you're doing okay out there in podcast land. Um, We're here for just uh, a few minutes together each and every week at growingingrace.org. A little bit of nugget to dump into your lives to uh, hopefully help you along in your your walk of grace and uh, your, your growth in gaining a, a better understanding of the gospel and what Jesus Christ has done for us. I'll tell you what, if you're new to the podcast, you can relax. <laughs> okay? We're not here to tell you what you have to do to be a good Christian, doing all kinds of religious stuff. Uh, that's, that's not our ministry, um, and there are reasons for that, which we're going to get into in this podcast today. Yeah, Hi, we will... What's that? Did you say something? I said, hey there. No. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I am I, doing well. And uh, hey, I wanted to mention your book, Clash of the Covenants, just real quickly here, because I want to do this at least every once in a while. A, a very good read for people. You can get it on the Amazon Kindle, and like we've uh, tried to make clear many times, it's it's not a physical book. But it's indeed available in digital form. But if you don't have a physical Amazon Kindle, uh, you can still read it on any PC or smartphone or tablet uh, because you can just get the free Kindle app and then you can uh, read the book on that. But you got a little bit of a word about your book here today, Cap, to describe it just real quickly. Well, it's it's a bit like a Growing in Grace podcast, like we talked before, Joel. Um, many things that we've talked about over the years are, are in this book, and, and I've said this before, too. That doesn't mean that every jot and tittle in the book Joel will even necessarily agree with, but, you know, it's, it's rare for us uh, people, us human beings, to always agree on every little detail about something so vast um, as the gospel. But uh, generally speaking, if you like the podcast, you're going to love the book. Um, it's 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 broken down into three parts, Joel, and and the centerpiece is the Sermon on the Mount, but the first section is um, just laying the foundation of the old covenant law and how it does not apply to us as believers under a new covenant today. So, kind of separating the two covenants. Then we get into the ministry of Jesus and how he taught a lot of old covenant stuff to Jewish people that really doesn't apply to us today under the new. And then the, the last part of the book applies more to living the Christian life, uh, the life of God within us, understanding things like um, forgiveness and the need not to have to confess sins over and over to, to, to be forgiven, and just uh, things like that. So, you know, there's just a lot of Christian cliches out there that people want to try to apply to us in the religious business, and we kind of break some of those down and expose them, whether it's discipleship, being a follower, carrying your cross— a variety of different things like that. So it's uh, it's something the grace people are, are really going to appreciate, but uh, the nice thing about it is you can share it with people who have been struggling with uh, legalistic religious bondage that has has kept people from from really experiencing uh, the, the blessings that, that that have come to us through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I, I hang on every word you say, man. Every word you say. <laughs> now, what would I do? No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and it's true. I think no matter where you go in 
in the church or even among grace believers. Uh, not everyone's going to agree on everything, and that's okay. We're not, we're really, our, our ministry, and I'm not just talking about us, you and me, but the ministry, like uh, we're going to read from uh, 2 Corinthians 3 here, where Paul talks about we, we are made sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. Our ministry isn't to make sure that everybody agrees with everything, but we're trying to get people to understand this this new covenant that God has made us sufficient as ministers of. So going from that right into there, how's that? Second uh, Corinthians 3, the beautiful thing about this is there's a big contrast that's shown here in Second Corinthians 3. I am big on contrasts. I learn personally a lot by contrasting things. Like, for example, when I see something that's very obvious legalism, it causes me to go into the Bible and look and see what the Bible really says, and then I can contrast it, and it makes the truth a whole lot clearer for me. And Paul makes something very, very clear here, and it's something that I wish the church in general as a whole would see. I really wish that people would see what Paul is saying here, because this is ever so important First, he talks about, he, he's writing to the Corinthians, you are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh. That is the heart. So he's talking about those Corinthians who he has ministered to previously, and he's saying, you know, if we're going to write a, if there's going to be some letter of recommendation, a letter of commendation, it's you people. You are that letter, not something that's written down, not something that's law-based or anything like that, but you, because the spirit of the living God, basically is what he's saying, is living in you. Not something that's written with ink or on stone, but the, but by the spirit of the living God. And it's, on, and it's on tablets of flesh, that is the heart. So this new life that we have in Christ, this spirit life that we live, it's not a matter of rules and regulations and law, but it's a matter of the life of the Holy Spirit in us. And, and he goes on to write more about this. So we'll be contrasting a little bit of that stuff today. You know, I, I think this there are a lot of, obviously, a lot of great chapters and passages throughout the New Testament and, and maybe sometime in the future, Joel, we can do a podcast on, I, I, I think, that the danger of Bible verses. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast title? <laughs> the danger of Bible verses. What? <laughs> the danger of Heresy. verses, yes. That's something else that's touched on <laughs> early in, in, in the book Clash of the Covenants, too. But um, And the reason I say that is things get taken out of context, and you can fall into a verse like you fall into quicksand, and you get stuck in there not realizing maybe what's really meant with the surrounding context. I, I think maybe we ought to start thinking about naming our favorite chapters in the Bible rather than mm -hmm. verses just to get a, a little wider scope on things. But this chapter, 2 Corinthians 3, make a note of it. If you're not really familiar with it, uh, you should get familiar with it because it's one of those, I think it's one of those that kind of sticks out from a lot of other chapters, especially as it would apply today to many church people. There are some things revealed here that a lot of people in church will never hear, even though they attend a Christian church each and every week, and that's a shame. Or they may get some verses, in fact, not too long ago I heard a couple verses out of this chapter, but 
I kept thinking, oh, man, did you miss an opportunity here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, so Paul starts out the letter that way. And it's important to point out when we're talking about the spirit, uh, uppercase S, capital S, the spirit of the living God. That's who and what we're talking about here when we're talking about the spirit and the contrast that's taking place between the, the spirit that gives life and the letter that kills. As, as Paul goes on to say, not uh, verse 5. Did you say, did you read verse 5? No, not yet. No, Got uh, Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, who has, isn't that something? I mean, this is the Apostle Paul writing here. We're really not that sufficient within us, within our own abilities, our own selves. Uh, our sufficiency is from him in whom we live, move, and exist. Uh, but he goes on in verse 6. He has made us sufficient to be ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So the letter kills. The letter kills. So you catch what Paul is saying here, though, because if you're just breezing through these things, sometimes it's easy to miss what's being said. He he's, he's said earlier, as Joel read, uh, you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of the human heart. So tablets of stone and ink, that's referring to the Mosaic law. And this is a ministry that the Jews were under, under that old covenant. Um, and he's and he's doing the contrast here now from that to this new ministry of the Spirit that gives life, uh, whereas before the, the letter brought death, it killed. It couldn't give us life. It couldn't give the Jewish people life under the law. That's right. You know, Paul elsewhere had said that the cup, that the law, which I thought was to bring life, I only found to bring death. So when Paul himself was a Pharisee under the law, he's thinking this law, it's it's going to be life to me. But he found out that really it brought death, and that's what he says here in Second Corinthians three. He says that this. Uh, the spe- he says the the letter kills the letter of the law kills so he's made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant not of the letter but of the spirit and i know some people i have heard interpret that as the spirit of the law so in their interpretation we're not under the letter of the law but we're under the spirit of the law but like you were just talking about cap here that Paul has already established what he's talking about when he says the Spirit. It's the Spirit of the living God that is being talked about here. He's contrasting the Spirit of the living God in our hearts with the tablets of stone, that what was written, the law. So this new covenant, we're ministers of this new covenant, not of the letter, not of the law, but of the Spirit of the living God. For the letter kills, the law kills, but the Spirit gives life. And there is so much more that he says here as we uh, wrap up in the last couple of minutes here. He, he talks about, and we'll get more into this next week, I think, but he talks about how the, the law was the ministry of death, because he calls it there in verse 7 of 2 Corinthians 3, the ministry, he says, but if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious. And so, for one thing, we got to point out we're not we're not putting down the law because he says here that it had it had glory. 
It was something that had glory. It was so glorious that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance. Remember when he went up the mountain and he received the law from God, he came down and he had to put a veil over his face because the people couldn't handle the glory. They could not handle the glory of God that was on him. However, it goes on to say that that glory was passing away. That glory ended, another version says. And we'll talk more about that next week on Growing in Grace. But just remember, the, 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 really, the, the thing, like you were saying, Cap, put this chapter as either one of your favorites or something that you refer to often so that you can understand that there is a big contrast being made here. This new covenant is not a mixture. It's not a mixture of covenants. We don't take the old covenant and take parts of that and put it into this new covenant that we're in, in the spirit. They don't mix, and Paul makes a big point of that here. One produced death, and then one produced life, and that's the ministry of the spirit. The letter kills, but the spirit gives life. So we'll talk more about that, the glory that the old covenant had and how it ended and the surpassing glory of the new covenant. Stay tuned for that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.